Hello and welcome to a Thursday evening edition of this podcast, the Locked on Penguins podcast. Of course, have a lot to get to for today's episode, including what I would do for the lineup tomorrow in case Sidney Crosby does not play. It's not looking good right now. Redeem Zahorna was called up. Adjustments going in. What do the Penguins need to do to make sure that they clinch this series and not have it go back to Madison Square Garden? And you know, a couple other things that I have planned as well. So that's all coming up right after this drop. Your Locked On Penguins. Your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. So Penguins Rangers game six, Friday night, seven o'clock. I think every everyone that listens to this podcast would want to have their weekend start out in a perfect way if the Penguins are able to close up their series against them. You know, right now it's looking... Uh, probably a little more pessimistic that Sidney Crosby's not going to play. Um, according to Rob Rossi, who wrote in his piece today, he's being evaluated for a concussion. Redeem Zahorna, of course, was called up. It's it's not looking good, to say the least. You know, we have to see if he comes out for the morning skate. If he is there for the morning skate and he skates, he's probably going to play. If not, and I think that's more likelier, uh, the more likelier scenario, you know, they're going to have to win an elimination game without Sidney Crosby. You know, they, they've won playoff games without him before. You know, most recently was 2017 game four against the Washington Capitals. The Capitals outplayed them that game, but, you know, Malkin was great. Um, actually, they won that game without Chris Letang and Sidney Crosby, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I believe that was a 3-2 to two final. Kenny Malkin led the way, and the rest of their depth was truly great. And, you know, it, this is going to have to be the Evgeny Malkin in the Chris Letang show. You know, there is – this is a sad play. This is a sad thing I'm going to say, but, you know, there is a chance that tomorrow could be the final ever home game in the Big Three era – and Sidney Crosby's not even going to be there to play it. It's it's such a cruel a cruel world. Um, Gino and, and Tanger can't let them lose that game. I mean, that's just you know it's the 30th anniversary of Penguins Rangers 1992 uh, game six actually when the Penguins were down Mario Lemieux, their superstar franchise player, just like the Penguins are probably going to be with Sidney Crosby, and. They won the elimination game to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I know this time it's not the Conference Finals that the Penguins are going to go to, but you know sometimes fate works in mysterious ways, and the Penguins have the same opportunity for this game to win a game for their captain after he took a reckless, dirty hit from a player who was kind of just you know head hunting from the get go. You know that hit on J- that hit from Truba on Jake Gensel twenty seconds in was one of the penalties that the Rangers took to have that early five on three. Um, you know, this is a player that, you know, I, I'm not really going to give him the benefit of the doubt with a lot of these situations because he's had a lot of very, you know, borderline hits. You know, it, again, it's not like Tom Wilson level or, or anything like that. But, you know, when, when you're skating, when you're skating that close to the surface or to the edge, excuse me, you're not going to get the benefit of the, of the doubt in my mind. And, again, you know, it's it's going to be a collective team effort. You know, it's always been next man up for the Penguins. I mean, they, they won games. You know, when when Sid had to miss a little bit of the year, I mean, remember that opening game in Tampa Bay when no one gave the Penguins a shot and the Penguins just absolutely dismantled the Lightning, and that was on the road. 
Um, their number one center for that game was Jeff, was Jeff Carter. They had Teddy Bluger, Brian Boyle, and I don't even remember who else was centering one of the Lions in that game. It's, it, it's you know, it, they won without both Sid and Gino for that game, and they did it in dominating fashion. You know, this time it's going to have to be probably without Sid, who I know has been, you know, an amazing player in this series. It, it's honestly crazy how it looks like he's time traveled back to when he was 24, 25. You know, he had nine points in four games. Going into that game, he had, he played a perfect thirty minutes, and you know, again, I, I will say this again: if, if if he hadn't gotten hurt, I would I would have really liked the Penguins' chances to win that game because the Rangers looked dead; um, they they looked toast um, to me. And you know, the Penguins they're going to have to play that same style for a full sixty, even without Sid, if he doesn't play, if they want to win that game. You know, and if there's any time for Evgeny Malkin to have probably the best game of his career. Um, it will be this one. You know, he's he's had an okay series. He's had some good moments. He's had some bad moments. I think we really need Beast Mode Gino to come out here. You know, I remember the elimination game the Penguins had against the Jackets in 2014, and he had been very quiet all series. And he'd been fine, but you know, quiet. Comes out, scores a hat trick in Columbus to help the Penguins win a four to three game. You know, if he can come out and score a goal or two, and also assist on a couple of goals tomorrow, um, that would be just absolutely massive. Uh, for the team because you know the, the, all the other players w- will follow in his footsteps and then you know the same for crystal tang i thought he's i think he's had a, a great series for the most part you know he's had, he's had a couple of rough moments but you know i think every player on this team has had a couple of rough moments in this series and he also has an opportunity here to just again put, put the team on his back defensively and play a very strong game um you know i, I loved malkin's quote in Rossi's article today, you know, he even said if Sid's not able to go, he put three words, you know, win for Sid. And, and Sid's always said, you know, it's me and Gino to the end. It's him, you know, it's it's us until we can't play anymore. And I, I know Gino's going to want to take that personally for this game. You know, he's going to want to – he wants to keep playing with his boy for, for as long as he can. You know, I, I know he – I mean, I think he's probably going to be back next year. But until that, you know, his signature is signed on a contract – no, we, we we truly don't know what's going to happen. So this is such a massive game in the Penguins franchise uh, history here. Um, if they were to lose this series, um, it honestly would be one of the biggest what ifs I think in this franchise's history. Um, I know I'm all, not a lot of people are talking about that right now, but just because of you know you're up three games, you are three games to one. You're doing it without your backup, your your two goaltenders, Brian Dumoulin, Ricard Raquel. Then boom, your captain gets hurt. If you were to lose these next two games without him. Um, it would just be such a gut punch because of how well they've played, even though they haven't even gotten, you know, that good of goaltending so far. It's just, it would be a total, ugh, I don't even want to think about how sad it would be, you know, for not just probably, again, the organization, but, you know, the fans as well. Again, the Gino and Tanger have a chance to do something truly special in this game. You know, this is a per- this is a peak game where Mike Sullivan is going to have his guys ready to play. You know, this is this is the type of game where the Penguins win. And again, we, we've seen it in the playoffs before. You know, even when Sid got knocked out that last time by Matt Niskanen in, in 2017, but I, was, I believe that was the last time he missed a playoff game. You know, they were down uh, 2 nothing in that game. And they rallied to tie it. I know they lost in overtime off of a Kevin Schottenkirkle. But then they come back the next game. They make it up. They, they win 3-2 to two over Washington. And they're up three games to one. And Sid actually comes back. In game five, he he only missed. And that was a concussion. He only missed a, just a couple of days with that in, with that concussion. You know, obviously, you know the Penguins. We're hoping that he doesn't have a concussion. But you know, if he, if he does, and say the Penguins do lose tomorrow, you know, obviously the hope will be that he can go um, 
on Sunday. It just it would be such a a terrible break for this team that's had so many awful breaks this year if Sid is not able to play this game or on Sunday if it does reach that game. So yeah, I just wanted to spend this segment talking about the special opportunity that there is for the Penguins and why everyone needs to step up and, and you know win it for their captain who you know has been a man on a mission in this series. He's been tired of losing these last three years. He's put the team on his back. You know, I, I saw this um stat earlier in the day here. Um, I think this will I'm I'm trying to find this um on my social media. I don't know why it's taking so long to I I I'm telling you, I just saw it. Um yeah from Jackie Raymond. 5v5 this series, Sidney Crosby, uh, he's been on the ice for 58 scoring chances for, 18 scoring chances against, 39 slot, slot shots for, 10 slot shots against. I mean, he's they, before he went down last night, his line was at 80% expected goals. I mean, he they, they probably had another goal in them um, at that point. It's just, it, it absolutely stinks that this is that this has happened in this series because, you know, you, even if they had lost yesterday and Sid was able to return to the game, I, I would have felt a lot more comfortable going back to Pittsburgh because I know they would have Sid. And, you know, I think that would be enough at least for me. So, um, you know, we'll see, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a little more pes- pessimistic right now, but again, this is a, this is a game where Mike's, this is a, Mike, a classic Mike Sullivan game. And I, I would love if the Penguins were to eliminate them and buy their captain more time to come back and give them some rest. Cause right now, you know, Carolina, Boston, you know, it's two nothing Boston going into the third period. It looks like there's going to be a game seven. That's huge. You know, if the Penguins are able to close that out, you know, they, they get extra days of rest, you know, over a team um, such as Carolina. But coming up in the next segment, we're going to go into um, what I would, would like the lines to be if Sidney Crosby's not able to be available, what adjustments I would make and all that jazz. Now, um, come, so what, what, okay, I'll just cut that. Um, let's get to athletic greens. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of, of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients and supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, all of that jazz. You know, my girlfriend and I, we started taking it, you know, just about a few weeks ago. We usually take it in the morning just because, you know, you know, we wanted to have better gut health, more and more energy for our days. You know, sometimes we wake up very tired because we don't get enough sleep. Um, this is very lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, vegan, dairy-free, any of that stuff. Um, it, it also supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product irritations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's also cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day, and that's it. You know, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we're back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter, Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Excuse me. So let's get to some of the lines that I would like to see uh, if Sid is not able to go. So what I would do, obviously, for the top line, Jake Gensel, Denny Malkin, Brian Rust. Um, 
Mike Sullivan made a very rare blunder in game five. When Sid did what left to their locker room, it was still 2 nothing at the time. I believe there was less than six minutes left in the period. You, you just got to get to the end of that period, right? That, that's all the Penguins needed to do. They could reset an intermission, get back to playing that good style. You would have had a two-goal two cushion <clears throat> you know, for that last 20 minutes. And I think the Penguins probably definitely could have won that game if Mike Sullivan um, made the – sorry about that – made the right call. But – you know, he put Jeff Carter up there for a couple of shifts with Gensel and Rust, and that that's not going to work. You know, that that the the bad stuff happened when they got pinned in their own zone for 45 to 50 seconds. And you know, Adam Fox, great shot, great player. Um, maybe Tristan Jari stops that, maybe he doesn't, but you know, that's when it really went to crap for the Penguins. And then, you know, the two-two goal that, that happens with Alexei Lafreniere, the reeling, then the three-two goal, who's out there again. Jeff Carter, you know, he gets blocked by Jacob Trubo of all people. Louis Deming lets in a howler. That can't go in. Um, and then Sullivan decides to put Evgeny Malkin back up on the top line. And get, guess what happens? He, they get the time goal 12 seconds later. Jake Gensel gets it. I know they lost in the third period, but, you know, had Evgeny Malkin been out there for that, you know, first shift when Adam Fox got that goal, who knows? Maybe that shot doesn't go in because he's at this point – you know, he, he's not a, a more, he, he's not more of a defensive liability than Jeff Carter is. That's for sure. I mean, when Carter is not putting the puck in the back of the net, he, he's kind of useless out there. And you know, the Penguins, you know, they, they learned that the hard way last night. Again, if if Mike Sullivan makes the right call there, you know, who knows what the score is going into the third period? Who knows if the Penguins win that game? It was a very rare blunder for him. He's not going to make that same mistake again. Gensel, Malkin, Rust, load up the the two best wingers with your best center um, for the second line. You know, I would give those minutes to Teddy Luger. Um, I don't think Jeff Carter deserves second line minutes. I think he will get eight alive by either the Panarin line or the Zabinajad line. You know, the Zabinajad line has been getting worked at 5v5 by the Crosby line. Now it's going to have a little bit of a better matchup. At least Teddy Luger is a good defensive center where he can take away chances in the defensive zone. You can surround him with wingers. You know, maybe you want to put Ricard Raquel there. If he's ready to go, he's been skating with the team. I would assume he'll be at the morning skate tomorrow. You know, maybe you want to put Jason Zucker with him there. You want to go Zucker, Bluger, Raquel. You know, I think that's fine if you ask me. And then you can put Jeff Carter down in the third line. You know, maybe Danton Heinen is with him. Or, you know, you could also have uh, Danton Heinen on the second line with maybe Teddy Bluger or uh, and Ricard Raquel and then, you know, move uh, Jason Zucker down to the third line. Evan Rodriguez, you can also have him flank on the third or second line. Um, I, I would personally have Rodriguez on the third line. And then your fourth line, you can have, you know, um, Brian Boyle, probably Drew O'Connor, and, you know, potentially, you know, Redeems Zahorna, you know, might have to get in here um, at some point. But I also do like Big C. I, I think he's a really um, good player. You know, if, if Sid were healthy uh, going into that game, and Raquel was ready to go. I, I was going to potentially scratch Boyle just because I don't really think he's been that good. You know, he he also made an error that I don't think enough people are talking about uh, when it comes to the Rangers game-winning goal from Philip Heedle. Um, the, the Penguins are about to kill that penalty off. There's less, I believe there's less than 35 seconds left in it. And Boyle taking the puck in. He has the puck, so killing time. But he's deciding to skate into the Rangers' zone, and then he trips and falls, and the Rangers go back the other way. They get the lucky bounce. Dominguez gives up that power. If he just dumps that puck around, that goal does not happen. The Penguins probably escape that power play. 
It's 5v5 for the rest of the period, and who knows if they can get a bounce there because I thought they were playing. You know, even after that goal was scored, you know, they ended up getting some decent chances. Um, I, you know, it was just it was just such a backbreaker because it was a mistake that you know he carried the puck into the zone like that one on two, one on three. You know, I don't really think Boyle has had that good of a series. If you ask me, I mean, you know, he did set up I think the, the Rodriguez goal, um, in game three, but. You know, outside of that, I don't really think I've noticed him. So, you know, in a perfect world, I, I would be scratching him for tomorrow, but I don't think that's going to work. So, again, you know, for the lines right now, Gensel, Malkin, Rust for sure. I would move Teddy Bluger up to the second line and maybe give him, um, you know, one of Danton Heinen or Jason Zucker and definitely work hard with Hell if he's ready to go. Third line, I would give those minutes to Jeff Carter. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think he needs, he does not need second line minutes and I don't think he deserves them at this point. Then you can have one of Heinen or Zucker flanking him and then maybe Rodriguez. They also could try, I believe Adam Gretz, um, first had this take on his Twitter account. If I can find, I believe he mentioned reuniting the Kapanen Rodriguez Carter line. If I can find this, um, here real quick let me just make sure oh no 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 no. that's my fault yeah yeah captain rodriguez zucker that that would make sense too because they actually did have some really good underlying numbers so if you want to put zucker down you know a little bit in the lineup and then have captain a little further down not on the second line i think that would also work too mike sullivan does have a lot of options um for this game uh just to say the least um, again, I, I would not put Carter in that second line spot. It makes no sense to do it. And again, um, you know, the, the, there's still a lot of depth here, even if Sidney Crosby is not able to go. This is, I think the Penguins can still win this game. It all comes down to, can they forecheck like usual? Can the underlying numbers, you know, can, can they get the, the same amount of expected goals? Maybe not. You know, can the goaltending actually hold up? You know, is Tristan Jari potentially going to be ready? That is a big question remember he took part in the morning skate the other day faced some shots for the first time is he going to face more shots and is maybe labeled a game time decision who knows you know it's probably more likely that louis domingo's at this point but again i also you know heard from a couple people that they were hoping that tristan would be able to go in this game and this would be a great environment to get him back in game action it's an elimination game it's at home i know there's some playoff demons at pbg paints arena but this is going to be a raucous crowd in pittsburgh it would be a perfect time to put him in there. And again, you know, I, I, for those people that think that Tristan should not go in, if he's in the case, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, again, th- th- there were people that said that Tristan shouldn't go in just because Louie was playing well yet. He, in terms of goal state above expecting to say percent, he's one of the worst goaltenders in the playoffs. You know, he's, he's done his job. He's been a good story, but you know, if Tristan's healthy and ready to go for tomorrow, um, I, I know who I'm starting. Um, that's for sure. Still a little more to get to for this episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. Coming up in our final segment, I'm just going to touch on, you know, just, you know, I think the atmosphere going into this game um, and, and, you know, just just a little bit more um, as well. Um, but before we get to that, our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is a continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. You can head to the website today or use your phone to learn more about the trends in action that is BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, we're back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. You're going to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at 
LO underscore penguins. So game six, PPG Penguins Arena. This actually might be the loudest we, we may ever see this arena. The Igor chance, I'm sure, are going to be out in full force. The fans are going to try to will this team to win if Sid is not able to go. Um, you know, this is I, – again, I was this close to pulling the trigger on tickets. I had them in my in my cart. I was speaking to my girlfriend. Um, we were trying to figure out the logistics, but um, she had a couple of things that came up. You know, we have the puppy over here as well. Um, you know, but if, if they do win and they do advance – I 100% say, you know, we, we will be going down to Raleigh just because it's closer. She just, you know, apparently she, she thinks it's too much for 10 hours. You know, I disagree with her, but, you know, and I know some of you all probably going to question why I'm dating this poor woman. But, um, you know, lo- love does some interesting things, to say the least. Um, I also will say I am going to wear a different outfit. I'm not going to wear the same outfit I wore um, for the game uh, yesterday and what I did for game four. I, I actually have my Tristan Jari shirt upstairs. I am going to try that. But I hope everyone in Pittsburgh that is going to the game, just make your presence felt. You know, the Rangers, you know, they have def- they've struggled at PPG this year. They're one in three. The only game they won was a true 50-50. It was a three to two game where I thought the Penguins kind of outplayed the Rangers. You know, Pittsburgh, they have to, you know, bring their best effort here. The vibes will be really bad if the Rangers send this back to Madison Square Garden. I know the, vi- the vibes were probably even worse when it was – three to three in 2017 when the penguins just lost two in a row to the capitals in the same situation the penguins were really close to beating the capitals in game five they win that game they blow pittsburgh out in game six and then in game seven everyone's like oh this is a time for the capitals are going to win and then the penguins go out there and blank them two nothing you know the vibes they'll, they'll be worse than that because you know it's unlikely that Sid i think will be even <clears throat> playing in that game but you know this is it's all the more reason to close this out and i just i hope the entire fan base that is going just make it like melon arena level loud. Um, that, that's all I, you know, I really ask for. And I, you know, just make, make it as deafening as possible. You just home ice advantage is real, especially in a town like this. I, I know how special Pittsburgh is, um, you know, to me, to everyone who listens to the show, um, to people that, you know, even just visit there um, at times and, um, I can safely say that I don't want off-season hockey content on the show right now. I want to keep going. I want to keep giving you Penguins playoff content. I mean, this is the most amount of playoff wins they've had since I started the show. Um, I absolutely love doing this. You know, we've been shattering the numbers for the month of May for the month of May already. And if they if they win this game and they and they go to the second round, um, you know, I, I can only imagine what the numbers are going to be and all that. You know, I absolutely love talking about this team with you all. Um, it, it means so much to me that everyone continues to listen and you know, I'm just, I, I'm so, I'm, I, I'm nervous, but I'm also excited. You know, again, this is a peak Mike Sullivan game backs are up against the wall. He's going to have them ready. I shouldn't even say the backups, the backs against the wall, but they kind of are because if they lose this game, I really don't see a way they win it on Sunday at Madison square garden. So their backs kind of are up against the wall in a way they got to treat this as if they lose this, they're toast, even though they do have another game. After this, I know that sounds weird, but you know, if you think about it, you know, I think you, you'll know what I mean. Um, not really going to get into the full Jacob Truba discussion today. I, I understand that you know the NHL decided not to fine or suspend him. You know, this is this is par for the course of the NHL. Again, I'm not going to go into a five or six minute rant about it. You know, George Peros, he doesn't care, he never has. I mean, think about this, Jens Jared Spurgeon literally intentionally cross checked 
his stick on someone's ankle to literally break or sprain it. And he somehow was not even fined or suspended for it. And we expect this play to be a fine or suspendable play. No, there, there's, there's no consistency with this department. They stink. They don't know what they're doing. Um, I wish I could say I was surprised that there was no discipline, but no, I, I am not uh, to say the least. You know, it was a bad hit. You know, it was a, at a time where the Penguins were in control of the game. You know, Jacob Truba was kind of throwing his elbow around the entire game. I, I don't, again, I, I don't think it was, I, I personally don't think um, it was intentional, um, but I, I also, I'm not going to give him a, a big benefit of the doubt. I will say as I'm finishing this up, Carolina has scored to make it uh, two to one. So we will see if Carolina is able to come back in this game or if Boston will send this to a game seven. But thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Um, I have a full game recap episode coming up for you all on Friday. You know, we'll see. We'll see what the Penguins can do. If it's a, um, if the Penguins win, you know, maybe I'll chug a beer on this podcast or something like that. Um, if it's a loss, um, the vibes are definitely going to be um, a lot lower, to say the least. But um, this is the big one, guys. The Penguins are at home. They've won these two games very well. Um, it's time to win one more. If if Sid's not able to go, you got to do it for your captain, who has been, you know, your 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 heart and soul um of this run so far so thank you all so much for listening i'll be back with another episode on friday evening and i'll talk to you all then